Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called, Meanwhile, Back in Ephesus, Church Leadership. Please, won't you stay till the end? Yesterday, I stood out in front of a beautiful church, a local church, and recounted something about its troubled last decade to a visiting friend who was asking about it. In the year 2000, when I moved to the area, the church was vibrant, a growing body that impacted the community for Christ, with ministries that brought thousands through her doors each week. Thankfully, she is rebuilding now but not before she was brought to her knees and almost closed down for lack of funds to pay the bills. What had gone wrong? Church leadership. Richard from Takarati, Denisia from Gambia, Aziki from Nigeria, Miriam from the Philippines, and Lisa G. from San Clemente, California, all new to morning briefings. We are studying Paul's letter to young Timothy, pastoring a church, in the town of Ephesus. We know that first century Ephesus was saturated with worship of Artemis, the fertility goddess, complete with temple prostitutes and the like. False teaching was finding its way into the church and threatening to destroy the community. Beginning in chapter 2, Paul stresses the need for order in the worship service. You see, our God is a God of order and does not sanction chaos. Order must include integrity, not just in the pastor, Timothy, but in all who lead and teach. Thus, chapter 3 addresses those who would govern along with Pastor Timothy. Take a look. This is a trustworthy saying, Paul wrote. If someone aspires to be an elder, he desires an honorable position. So an elder must be a man whose life is above reproach. He must be faithful to his wife. He must exercise self-control, live wisely, and have a good reputation. He must enjoy having guests in his home, and he must be able to teach. He must not be a heavy drinker or be violent. He must be gentle, not quarrelsome, and not love money. He must manage his own family well. Having children who respect and obey him. For if a man cannot manage his own household, how can he take care of God's church? An elder must not be a new believer because he might become proud and the devil would cause him to fall. Also, people outside the church must speak well of him so that he will not be disgraced and fall into the devil's trap. In the same way, deacons must be well respected and have integrity. They must not be heavy drinkers or dishonest with money. They must be committed to the mystery of the faith now revealed and must live with a clear conscience. Before they are appointed as deacons, let them be closely examined. If they pass the test, then let them serve as deacons. Now stay with me, please. In the same way, their wives must be respected and must not slander others. They must exercise self-control and be faithful in everything they do. A deacon must be faithful to his wife, and he must manage his children and household well. Those who do well as deacons will be rewarded with respect from others and will have increased confidence in their faith in Christ Jesus. That's 1 Timothy 3, verses 1 through 13, where Paul deals with um, both elders and also uh, deacons. Friends, let's face it. Christianity today faces so many challenges. Every challenge 
Every difficulty confronting the Christian faith is man-made. God is good. God is great. God has not changed. But men and the man-made construct of religion have royally fouled things up. We see it on every front, from the Catholic Church to the Presbytery to non-denominational churches to televangelists. Yes, Christianity is in trouble. There is a whole generation of young people who have not been taught about the love of our God, the sacrifice of our Savior, and the power of the Holy Spirit because their parents have had it with organized religion. What a travesty. I know of which I speak because I am in the public school with Fellowship of Christian Athletes interacting with students daily. They long for a relationship with God, though they have not been told about Him. They have not seen a vibrant Christian walk lived out. Time for change. Time for revival. Time for you and me to take a look inside first and check our own integrity. Where have I compromised? You? Check our commitment to God. What say you? You'd like to read this or print it out, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Powerful Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, and again the title is Back in Ephesus, Church Leadership.